Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins alongside Matt Wilcox. Matt, how you doing today? I'm good, Junk. How are you? I'm doing great. We are live here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Big shout out to those guys at ASI. I say those guys, but I'm part of them. That's right. Because I work here. I used to be. You used to be <laughs> until you left us for the teal. That's right. <laughs> but that's a good one to go to. Hey, yep. no, no problem there. Uh, but... Uh, we appreciate all that ASI does. Listen, if you need home insurance, if you need auto insurance, if you need life insurance, if you need commercial insurance, we do all of that. They can do it. We got people that do all of those things. That's right. So even if it's not me, somebody else does, but choose me because I get paid. <laughs> and let me tell you, I spent five and a half years with this group of guys and love them like uh, they're my own family. They're going to take care of you. Um, you know, I didn't leave them for anything negatively i just got yeah, a great, just a great job great opportunity and uh but these guys if, if you need some insurance and want somebody's going to look out for your best interest it's asi i and you know I, I know i work here and i'm a little biased but i tell you i, I gotta go i gotta agree with you 100 percent. i mean i and this is saying about people that, other than me i mean our our customer service from our, our customer service reps are is top hands notch. down yeah top notch no doubt so yeah give us a shout uh come see us shoot us an email shoot us a text we want your business. So tell us a little bit about what we're doing. We've uh, This is our second episode of the week. That's right. We did our recap. That's right. And so this week, uh, this episode is our week one preview. Preview. I love it. So one thing I failed to mention last in our yep. last episode, uh, we're working on getting some sponsorships. And what we're going to try to do is we're going to recognize a individual from each classification every week yeah that will name player of the week between Love the it. mats player of the week and we will send a t-shirt to that school uh to be handed out to that player so that's what i'm talking about yeah. so you're saying this sponsorship money is not just gonna go in our pockets uh no <laughs> <laughs> hey i love it man i'm i'm excited about our sponsorship yeah. stuff coming up yeah. you know asi has been with us for from day one and and you know they got us all our stuff yeah they got us a place to a studio. That's right. Uh, and now we've got some opportunities with their blessing to branch out to be able to do more things. Sure, and that's what we want to do. And you know, we we're, we're trying to raise money and get some sponsorships so we can pour back into the program and make right. it better and, and and recognize these student athletes for some great accomplishments. Absolutely. Hey, I, not to drag on, but we're we're doing something really cool this year with Greenbrier uh, that, that that used to happen in Greenbrier a lot, and it it's because of our sponsors with Harps and ASI, another a, a sponsorship by ASI that we're able to do this. But so used to, which you probably remember, I do. I, I wasn't around, but used to they had a player of the game and the local grocery store would uh donate like i guess a huge steak yeah so it was iga is iga okay so it was our local grocery store at the time the only one in green yeah yeah uh but yeah so they would recognize the player of the game every week and uh that player would get to come in and pick out their steak from the uh from the meat department but it was like from what i understand it was like a huge like to feed your whole family it was enormous yeah. yeah so what we've done this year i talked to harps uh and said hey you guys have been awesome to us, and they have. Let me tell yeah. you, they've sponsored a ton for us. I said, you guys are who I want to do this if if, if it, you can make it work. And uh, I said, 
we want to bring this back. I've got another sponsor to help you, so you're not at all this cost. Sure. Right? Uh, and they said, hey, we're on board. That's awesome. So man. we get a, a steaks to feed a family of four. Yeah. And just so happens, who wins it week one? <laughs> Cooper Wilcox. So who gets to eat steaks week one? Maddie Stats Wilcox. It was rigged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we'll get to one week one's uh, podcast now. Yeah. And actually what we're going to talk about, and that is – the upcoming games, yeah, not just high school football, oh, man, but the Woo Pig Suey. I get excited just thinking about I it. I do too, man. I cannot wait till Saturday at one o'clock to watch Arkansas play Rice. Can we watch it? Yeah, I think so. I know it's going to be like like uh, SEC Network yeah. Plus or yeah, something. You can find it. Yeah. I might be watching like somebody's like <laughs> video camera like moving around. You might have to do a little pirating, but <laughs> you can probably figure it out. Uh, I'm so excited about this team, and I'm excited to watch them play Saturday. But it could be a pretty good contest. It may not be a, a, a just a walkover. Sure. What do you what? So tell me this: What do you think? What do you think coming into the season? We've had a full off season this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittman going into his second season as coach here at Arkansas. Right. Give me your thoughts, your feelings of of what you truly expect to see and what you will be satisfied with with the Razorbacks this year. So let me throw in one thing first okay. to lead into this. All right. I don't put a whole lot into what Gene Chizik says a lot, but he did say the other day that nobody in, I don't know if it says just the conference or the country, has bought into what their coaching staff is doing more than Arkansas has. I believe Sam that. Pittman. I believe that. And uh, I, I do too. And I, I think I think he picked us to win several games. I think that this team can win six or seven games. Okay. I think if you watch what we did last year, I mean, we we won three, depending on how you ask, <laughs> ask depending on who you ask, maybe four. Sure. Uh, in just an S, in the – all right, so that was the toughest schedule in the history of college football. Right. We won three, really four really games. Really four, yep. And this is a guy that – that was his first year with no spring football in a COVID environment. He's come back. He's got a recruiting class under his belt, and he's also had a year to work with these players. Not to mention we're returning, what, eight super seniors off last year's team? Yeah. That's I, huge. I want to say more than anybody in the country. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. we've got probably the best offensive line we've had in a long time. Right. We've got a defense full of – There's, I, bet, I guarantee you there's not a defensive – I bet you there's not a linebacker core in the country that has more experience That's true. than ours. That's true. You got two guys uh, with pull, and then Grant Morgan's a sixth year. Yeah, he? yeah. Uh, you got a freshman returning, Jalen Catalan, probably if not the best, probably one of the top three safeties in the country. In the country, yeah, yeah. and uh, a captain, a leader. Yes, he's not just a good football. I mean, he's a he's a leader, and that was what was crazy last year. The maturity level this guy has. student of the game. Yeah, they said he watches more film than anybody. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, and then last year we were terrible on the defensive line. We really were. Yeah. And, I, and, I hate to admit that. And not only were we not very good, we didn't have any depth. None. And so this year we've got uh, – that's supposed to potentially listen to other uh, commentators, analysts. Our defensive line may be the the highlight. Got uh, some got some weapons on offense. You, you got yes. Burks, who's, who's one, arguably one of the best receivers yeah. in the conference. Maybe the country. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got, some, you've got some pieces at running back. 
you know, like you mentioned, the line's going to be better. They're bigger. They're stronger. I think last year they said this offensive line averaged about 280. Yeah. And this year they're about 319. Isn't that crazy? That's 40 pounds. Yeah. But you mentioned a couple – think uh, you said a couple of pieces at running back. That's where I think we're going to see the biggest shock this year. I don't think our starting running back is going to be our starting running back very long. You think Sanders? I think that Rocket Raheem Rocket Sanders is going to be the – most impressive thing we see, at least coming out the gate. He, he looks lo- the real deal. He's huge, first of all, <laughs> yeah. and he runs like a train. Sure. Here's uh, here's the, the, the key to the whole kingdom yep. here. Yep. Quarterback. Quarterback. That's I mean, it. I don't think we realize – I think looking back now, Razorback fans can appreciate how good Franks was. But at the time, in the middle of it last year, we didn't really know. Like, right. I mean, he, he had some really great performances. But looking back now – he was the key to our success last year. 100%. Without, 100%. A, without a doubt. Let me say this, though. I don't think that, obviously, KJ's not the passer that, that Franks was. Sure. But there's a lot more to the equation this year that we didn't have last year. When you've got a running game with guys like uh, Traylon Smith, is it Traylon yeah. Smith, and and, uh, and the Sanders kid. Right. And you've got an offensive line. Frank's played hit a lot. Like, he did. got hit a lot last year. He did. When you've got an offensive line that is 40 pounds bigger across the board and much more experienced, and then you throw on top of that, and, and that also opens up that passing game where you've got maybe the best receiver in the country, at least one of them. And we've seen with the Missouri game that KJ can do it. Yeah, he's got, it's got, he's got the capability. Right. But adding those things in – just makes his life easier. And here's where I think here's where I think we undervalue. I'm trying to think of the uh, a way to put. It. I think this is how we undervalue the importance of an offensive line in ways we know it's important in the running game. That's obvious. Yeah. But also last year you could tell by Bryles' play calls we needed to get the ball out quick, fast. We needed to get it out of his hands. So if our offensive line has improved that much and we can give the quarterback more time, it opens up a yeah. whole other dynamic to the playbook. I can I can give you a, a great example. Go watch uh, is it San Jose, mm-hmm. Nick Starkle. Yeah. The kids last year had a great year, and he's already starting off with like a bang this year. That's right. Because he's in a whole lot different environment than he was on the hill. That's true. That's right. So we're excited about this season. Man, I'll tell you what. I, I told one of my buddies the other day, I, I love Sam Pittman so much. Like he's such a likable, likable guy that I want him to have success, just so I don't have to hate him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want to be able to root for this guy. Did you hear what he said? Somebody asked him, uh, you know, what's his favorite type of player? <laughs> I heard that. And he said, "Well, he's I like big people." <laughs> and he said, "I like big people so much I became one." Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said, "I used to be a slim guy." Yeah, that's what it was. I used to be slim, and I wanted to like myself more, so I gained weight. <laughs> He is, though. He's that guy, you, and you can see why these guys want to win for him sure. and want to play for him because he's just the guy you want to be around. Well, and Bruce James, which I don't – I very rarely listen to anything he says, <laughs> but he did make a good point this morning, and one thing that he's – one thing that Pittman has brought back to the Razorback program is having pride in that Razorback that's on the side of your helmet. Absolutely. I mean, these guys have bought in 100%. Yeah, and we've gone a long time where they weren't. I mean, he's he's brought back that, that element that Houston Nutt brought. Yeah. I mean, he has. That's right. And even Bielema had some of it. He did. 
Uh, but but at, at the tail end of him and then after, it went away. It did. I mean, non-existent. That's right. You, I mean, you could see it in the players in the Chad Morris era. We'd get down, and they just shut down. They just didn't have no fight. Yeah, and that's why when we see certain players that, that move out to better their, what they feel like better their career, mm-hmm. I don't mind seeing them go. Yeah. Because even though they may be great ball players, they're not proud to be a hog. That's right. And that's what you There's want. There's something to be said for that. That's right. So, so real quick, so the Rice game. Yeah. Let's go over that real quick. All right, right, so Rice is returning 19 starters. Now, this is a team that went two and three last year, right? Sure. But in that season, they they beat Marshall, number 15 Marshall, 20 to zero. 19 starters. A good backfield running behind five returning starters in the offensive line. That's impressive. So, this is not something we can just go walk up and say, we got this. Sure. And I don't think we're going to see. Uh, you know, used to we we you 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 thought you were going to see a forty fifty point win in the, that game one because it was that's just the way football was. Back right, then. right. We're not going to see that. Yeah, I did pick us to win by twenty four, but uh, that might even be wishful thinking. I've got us picked by twenty one. I mean, yeah. it, it's one of those things to where if your if your program is on the rise and you feel like that we are, you feel like we're moving in the right direction. This is a game. I don't care. If they're returning all twenty-two starters, yeah, this is a game that you should go in and you should handle business. Yeah, I saw an article earlier that said this is, for the, you know, rarely do you see this statement made, but this is a must-win for the hog, <laughs> and it's right. I mean, it is in a way because if you lose this one, I mean, just the whole trajectory of everything you've been building and all the anticipation and excitement goes out the window. Absolutely. Uh, before we move to high school, do you want to go through UCA and next day? Man, yeah, let's touch on them real quick. Okay, so we don't have to do two six different segments for them because guess what? They're playing each They're other. They're playing each other. <laughs> what a great opening game of the season for these two ball clubs. Absolutely. You know, this has turned into a bit of a in-state rivalry. It has. Um, A-State last year pretty much dominated them. They did. I think it was like 50 to 27. In the middle of a monsoon. Oh, it was. <laughs> it w- was nasty. I went to that game with Jason Smith. And <laughs> I forgot you were there. Oh, it rained so hard. But after that, it was like the wheels fell off at A-State. It, it was right after that. Yeah. And it's like their defense just fell apart. It did. Uh, but now, under new head coach Butch Jones, big name, mm-hmm. uh, look to be better on both sides of the ball. You got Lane Hatcher back. I understand that there is a move in. Yeah. Where did he transfer from? Florida State. And he's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. And I've heard that maybe they're competing for a starting role. Yeah, I don't know who I heard talking about A-State today on the radio, but they made the, they obviously knew a lot about the program. And he yeah. said he wouldn't be surprised to see either one of those guys jog out first series. Really? It's, been, it's that close. Yeah. So that's impressive. Uh, they got two, obviously, because we know Lane Hatcher's good. Well, he's been he's been proven. Yeah. Uh, then also on the other side – is quarterback Braylon Smith at UCA, who's his fourth year to start. I believe that's right. I think he started as a freshman. He's a senior this year. Uh, he'll be the play caller for the Bears. Now, maybe the most impressive thing when either team are the receiving oh, the receiving core at UCA. You got All-American Tyler Hudson, which coming into last year, it was kind of all about Lawan Winningham, sure. who is all-conference. Yeah. And Hudson kind of took that lead role. Sure. Uh, so those two are both back. Lawan Willingham, a senior, and Tyler Hudson, a, a junior, might be both of them's last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think both those guys play at the next level. Yeah, I do too. Uh, they highlight, kind of highlight the Bears' offense. Uh, they make, they're going to make a lot of secondaries look bad this year. Uh, so on on the uh, A State side, though, Corey Rucker, man, 
<laughs> this kid is special. I, I'm excited to see what he does because he's played one game of college football. Yeah. Because he was behind Jonathan Adams, who set out the last game because mm-hmm. he was going to the draft, right? Isn't that right? I believe that's right. <clears throat> Corey Rucker comes in as a freshman, has 310 yards receiving and four touchdowns. <laughs> right. So uh, they're they're looking to him this year to be a big difference maker. Um, I think that A-State really – putting a lot of emphasis on improving their defense. Yeah. I think that A-State's going to win this by 12. I've got A-State by 17. Okay. Now, I think I think in both of their respective conferences, they'll they'll have a chance and they'll compete for conference sure. championships. I think UCA's got a really, really good football team this year with a lot of experience. And I think, I think they'll make a run deep into the playoffs this year. Okay. But don't forget, aren't they playing in the new conference? They are. They are. So, They're, they've got to play teams like Liberty. Yeah. Playing a new conference, but uh, you know, I, I I just we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah. But, but now, what I, what I will say about A State, <laughs> as good as they're going to be, and I think they will compete in their sun, in the Sun Belt. Yeah, they got coast, tough they got coastal to deal with. Ooh, <clears throat> you know, Louisiana uh, University of Louisiana weren't they really good last year? Yeah. They got a big game this weekend. I forgot who it was they're playing, but it's a big team that they were talking about. We're going to have to play to beat Louisiana. And, and I'm really excited to see how, how this culture uh, has changed at A-State under the new regime. Yeah. This guy that was speaking on the radio today was just talking about he, he's he gone to a couple practices. And the attention to detail, like when you, oh. when you walk in and you get your press pass, they hand you a detailed schedule of the practice, like to the minute. He said it's the most detailed practice I've ever seen in my life. Well, you know, we know that Butch Jones is a – mastermind in in football has he always been successful as a head coach no but he's always been i mean he's been in some big roles and he worked for three years under the master the master yeah and so you know from what we've what i've heard talking to people that played there or hearing from people that played there the culture was a lot different like just the intensity yeah like you just thought practice was hard. <laughs> that's right. You just thought spring workouts sure. were hard. And that's why I'm excited to see how, how he changes that culture and, and, yeah. and what to expect out of them this year. All right. Me too. So let's jump into our high school talk. All right. Why don't you start us off with uh, – you want to start with 2A? Since yeah. We started yeah. the other give way. Us our, give us our new top tens. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you my new top ten for 2A. Number one, I've got Desark still there. Uh, Bigelow's hanging on to that number two spot. Moved Clarendon up to three after Junction fell. Uh, still don't know what we got there, right. but they got to be <laughs> impressive. Yes. Um, and then, uh, I, you know what? I messed up on mine. I forgot to change it. But I had Camden Harmony Grove, and I forgot that they were four. Gotcha. So, I think what I did oh, – yeah, I had, I've had got Garden at four now. Okay. Garden's at four now. Uh, Magnet Cove at five. Quitman at six. Fordyce at seven. Mount Ida at eight. And then I, I'm – yeah, Mount Ida at eight, McCrory at nine, and then I was trying to look for my last one. My number ten. So you got Fordyce all the way down to seven? Yeah. I know what my number ten is. I moved Junction down. Okay. But I kept him in the top ten. So you I guess Foreman got bumped. Foreman's out. Yeah, so Foreman was yeah. tenth last week. Yep. So Gurdon jumped up to four. Magnet Cove, Quitman, Fordyce, Mount Ida, McCrory, and Junction at the bottom. Okay. So only one of mine that got bumped this week was Dirks. Uh, I had them at six last week after that tough loss. Um, I moved them out of my top ten. But I kept Fordyce at one. Um, they Not uh, just a, a 
dominant performance last week against Ryzen, but they they still yeah. pulled out the W, and so I'm gonna leave them there until they get beat. So uh, I got Fordyce at one, Desart, who looks like the team to beat in that classification, especially after that week zero performance. I got them at two, kept Clarendon at three. We'll find out a lot about them. I can't wait to watch. <clears throat> excuse me, can't wait to watch them play. Uh, got Magnet Cove at four, kept them at four after a big win against Murfreesboro last week. I moved Bigelow from seven up to five this week uh, after a big win over Bearden. My boys are coming up. They are. Man, they looked impressive defensively. Uh, I think they had two pick sixes. Yeah. And so, really good performance on the defensive side of the football. I moved Gurdon, who was not ranked last week, up to six. Yeah. And so, they really impressed me with a 60-18 to 18 win over Lafayette. Mount Ida was nine last week. I moved them up to seven, which – you know, looking at that game last week, they had to come from behind against uh, against the Little Johns. They did. So I think Danville's better than yeah. uh, previously advertised. I, I kind of thought Mount, Mount Ida would handle that game, and I kept looking at the score, and, and they finally pulled it out at the end. But they rushed for 400 yards but had 200 yards in penalties. Did they really? Yes. Well, they ought to get that fixed. Yeah. You know. And then I've got McCrory at eight. Uh, Junction, I moved them from five all the way down to nine, but I do think they'll get that turned around. And then I kept Quitman at number 10. We we have a lot of different uh, thoughts on this too, eh? Yeah, we do. We do. And going forward, me and Junk just talked about this before the show. I think just to consolidate everything and make it flow a little bit better, yeah. we're going to actually put our minds together Uh-oh. and come up with a consolidated you top You know what 10. they say. Two halves make a whole. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Which is going to be interesting because it's, it's going to take us a while to work through this, 2A. It, it is because we, we've got some differences. Big time. All right, so 3A, I'll start us off with 3A. Uh, Prescott, man, they are a machine. They are. We knew they were good. I don't know yeah. that we knew they were that good. Or at least I didn't. Right. But they rode last week against a, a good Newport team, 56-6. to six. Uh, They got Gurdon this week, so – Find out a little That'll bit. That'll be fun. Yeah. Find out a little bit about both teams, uh, about how good they are. Harding Academy got them at number two still. Uh, they're open this week, but looking impressive last week against Bald Knob. Kept Boonville at three. Uh, they continue to roll, especially defensively, only allowed 93 yards on offense. Osceola at number four. Uh, they did take a tough loss to cross it last week, but played well and competed against a bigger classification. Right. I moved Charleston from six to number five. Uh, Charleston start the season off against Danville this week. McGee, I moved them from seven to six. Uh, they'll kick off this week against DeWitt. Eight, uh, sorry, seven, I got Paris up from number eight at number seven. Uh, they looked impressive offensively last week. Center point up one to number eight. Uh, their quarterback looked really good, had a great performance last week. Uh, Newport. I dropped them from five all the way down to nine. Uh, I do think they'll get it back on track, but uh, took it on the chin last week. And then I've got Ryzen, who competed well against Fordyce. I kept them at ten. We're a little different in this one, too, yeah. especially in the bottom half. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just run through mine real quick. So, Harding Academy, I've still got them at number one. Uh, Prescott, two. I think you could go either way on that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've got McGee at three. I think uh, they're going to have to be beat before I believe they're not up there. Uh, I moved Boonville up to four. 
Um, I'm I'm just impressed. I mean, dominant performance Friday night. Hoxie still scoring a lot of points. Not a dominant win over Cave City, but it is playing up and scoring, you know, really well. Got them at five. Osceola, you know what I thought? My, my, if I could say one one phrase about them this week is they had the best loss in high school football yeah, last year. I agree. I mean, last week. I agree. You know, that loss is not a bad one. No. So that actually, uh, I've got them at six. Uh, center point, I've got them at seven. Charleston at eight. I've uh, gotten Paris at nine, and I've got Melbourne making an appearance in the top ten this I like week. It. I like it. Uh, interesting to see where Camden Harmony Grove fits in. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll factor in. I think. Yeah, I, you know they were hard to keep out, but yeah. you know I, they were hard to get in too. Sure, sure. So I I think there there was only one team I didn't have Hoxie in my top ten or Melbourne, did you? Or Melbourne? No, yeah. that's right. All right, so take us through four A, brother. All right. No shocker here that the Saints of Shallow Christian are number one. I think they're going to stay there, honestly. Uh, number two, the Rice Birds over at Stuttgart. Yep. Uh, number three, I moved Warren to three from four. Only because. You wanted the, to be like me. Is that where, Yeah, you had them there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I want to be like Matt. Um, you know, Joe T lost to an awesome team. No doubt about it. A class up. But they got dominated. They did. So for me to believe that they can dominate, I want to see it. Sure. Now I didn't move them far. I moved them to four. <laughs> uh, cross it at five. Uh, Prairie Grove at six. Let me tell you, Prairie Grove is going to upset some people uh, if they get a chance to play them. It's be a good test this week. Who? They, uh, that's right. Who? They Farmington. Farmington. Yeah. I, I, that's one of our pick'em. Yeah, then. it is. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I, I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Arkadelphia. I've left them at seven, or actually, I think I moved them down a little bit to seven, but I, I don't think that loss was a huge loss to, to Camden Harmony Grove. I'm sorry, Camden Fairview. Right. Uh, just a lot of factors there. I still think they're going to be very competitive in that 7A or 4A, 7A, a.k.a. SEC. Number eight, I've got Malvern. You know, between Malvern, Arkadelphia, and – Joe T, that conference is is stacked. It's now strong. is Ashdown in? The, yes, they I, they're in that too. Yes, yeah, yeah. so they're also another one. I got Lone Oak. I brought them in this. You had them already last I week. Did. I brought them in the nine. A big scoring event Friday night for them. And then I put Ashdown in there. You know, Ashdown played really well. They have a big time uh, Shamar uh, Easter. Easter is it Shamar? Yeah, yeah. Shamar Easter uh, commit to the Hogs. Uh, I think they're going to be good. That, that kid's impressive. He's a he's a four star. They got him listed as a tight end. I mean, he's yeah. a six six yeah. frame. He, I think he's two fifteen right now, but he could easily put on yeah. thirty forty pounds. And one thing I noticed about him Friday night was not that he just was a great ball handler, ball you know receiver, pancake blocks. Oh really? Yeah. So just he's he's a big big time player. That's all. Awesome. So I've got Ashton at ten. Okay. I'll run through mine. Mine stayed the same one through three. I've got Shiloh, Stuttgart, and Warren. Uh, one, two, and three there. I did move Cross it up from five to four this week after a, a good win against a good Osceola team last week. Um, they'll get tested this week. Uh, Cross has got going down to play a good Magnolia team, a classification up, so uh, that'll be a tough test for them. Move Prairie Grove up from six to number five. Like we said, that'll be a good game against Farmington this week. I moved Joe T down from three to six. 
I do think they're still a very talented football team, uh, but they'll they'll get it going. Uh, sure, they'll they'll rebound from that tough loss. UGTO, to UJTO. That's right, baby. Uh, seven Arkadelphia. I kept them there, even though they took a tough loss to Fairview. Uh, they've just got a lot of talent down there. Great coach, and so I think they'll get it. They'll get it turned around. Ozark. I kept them at eight uh, after they beat a good Clarksville team by one in overtime. Nashville. I put them at number nine, and then. 10, I've got Lone Oak. We have some differences here. <laughs> um, I took Nashville out Yeah, after they got their They did get handed to them. Um, and then also, I, I, you know, I took Ozark out. And did that you? was one that I, I almost didn't. Sure. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that, you know, looking at the stats, it looked like Clarksville – dominated that yeah. game i mean i think in every aspect except from the scoreboard right. so um you know i i picked clarksville to win that game but clarksville may be pretty good i think they're going to be better than people think yeah all right uh what three a five a five a oh we're going the other way yeah, we're going, yeah, the, we're other going the other way yeah all right uh is it my no it's your turn yeah my turn so pa kept them at one um impressive performance last week they just rolled offensively uh continue to still do the same things that Coach Kelly implemented just with a new head coach and, and uh, Coach Lucas there. Uh, so it looked really impressive. Could they be better because of Lucas? Possible. It's possible. I mean, it's yet to be determined. Yeah. It's hard It's hard to overcome or to uh, improve upon what Coach Kelly did. Sure. But anyway, I last week I had Little Rock Christian at three. I bumped them up to two this week after they uh, – Took an impressive win against Little Rock Central, 41-6. to uh, Only gave up 98 yards of offense against a 7A school. That's pretty impressive. They're supposed to be down this year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, we talked to uh, to Coach uh, Kohu. Kohu, and he, he kind of gave the old, you know, <laughs> we're about to have a lot of kids step up. You know, the numbers old, are down. The old Steve Spurrier yeah. <laughs> speech. <laughs> we're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then last week I had Win at number four. I moved them up one. Uh, still really not sure about this team. Um, I, they lost on a last-second field goal to Marion, uh, which is a classification up, a good football team. Uh, Win's just – they're just good year in and year yeah. out. And so I, I think they'll still compete and be up there at the end of the year, but I still don't know about this bunch yet. You moved them up? I did. Moved them from four to three. I moved Greenbrier Panthers. I moved them from five to four this week. Um Offensively, they've got a lot of weapons this year. Uh, defensively, we're still finding our way a little bit, but I think the talent's there. We just got to get it figured out defensively. Uh, six, I'm sorry, five. I moved Harrison from six to five. Uh, in the previous podcast, I apologized to the entire town of Harrison because I picked uh, Magnolia to beat them last week, which was completely wrong as they completely shut Magnolia's offensive down and held one of the most dynamic running backs in the state to negative 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> That's just insane. It is. They said, we're not going to get beat yeah. by this guy. If somebody beats us, it's not going to be him. Yeah. So, Harrison is uh, – they're back, and uh, they feel really good about their team. Uh, number, uh, yeah, number six, I moved Magnolia from two to six after that tough loss to Harrison. They still got a lot of talent. Um, they put the ball on the ground a bunch last week. I looked for them to get that cleaned up. And then number seven, I've got Bologna. They kick off their season at uh, Green County Tech this week. Eight, Hot Springs Lakeside. Nine, Maumelle, after they beat Sylvan 31-21. And number 10, Camden Fairview. All right, I'll run through mine real quick. Not a lot difference, but a little bit. PA, number one, Christian, two. I've got Camden Fairview at three. 
I moved them on up there. I think that they're going to be pretty good. Uh, I've got Harrison up at four. Uh, I moved them up. Hey, I, sh- I shouldn't have took them down. <laughs> so they they deserved to be there. Is sure. the only reason I'm them there. Yeah. Uh, number five, I've I've got Greenbrier still at five. Yeah. Uh, we've got to be a little better on defensively. Yeah. Uh, but I think we've got the people to do it. The the, the personnel. Six, I move Valonia up to six. Uh, I think they're going to be really good. You got uh, three five A West teams, four five and six right there. I moved Win down to seven. Okay. Yeah, I, I do think they're still going to be a, a good contender in five uh, A. I don't think Marion's that kind of level of a team that that they shouldn't have beat them. Sure. If they're going to be right. a top five A, uh, move uh, Magnolia down to eight, uh, nine. I've got Lakeside and number ten. I brought Whitehall in. Okay, I like it. Whitehall's a good bunch. They got sure. a really good coach over there too. All right, so six A. My turn? Your turn. All right. Got to go with the Bulldogs. Greenwood, I've got them at number one. Uh, number two, uh, Lake Hamilton. Uh, number three, Jonesboro. Going to find out a lot about them this week. Yes, we are. Uh, number four, I've got El Dorado at number four. Uh, I just, I, you know, scrimmage with North Little Rock, who I believe is going to be a good team. Um, clipped it close. Don't know a lot after scrimmage, but you know that they're out there competing. So I got them at four. Pine Bluff at number five. I think that team right there is going to be scary for a lot of people. Number six, I got Parkview, full of talent, full of athletes, some D1 signees there. Uh, number seven, I, I got Benton there. I dropped them down after uh, after losing, you know, getting beat pretty bad by Bryant, but I, you, that doesn't always mean much. Sure. Uh, number eight, I've got Cersei. Uh, Zach Clark's team still got him there at number eight. I think that he's still going to uh, – Turn that around. It may take some time, but I think that he's going to uh, to make that team better, and it's a team that just two years ago won a state championship. That's right. Uh, number nine, West Memphis. You know, big win for them over a 7A Southwest. Um, you know, Southwest, not a huge uh, opponent in most people's eyes, but anytime you play up and you and you shut somebody out, it's a good that's a good win. Yeah. And number 10, I've got Sylvan Hills. You know, Sylvan's, they're kind of on their last leg. They got to start winning. Yeah. But the reason I keep them there is because I believe in Chris Hill. Yeah. And I believe that they are improving. Okay. Very good. Number one, I've got Lake Hamilton. I've uh, still got them ahead of Greenwood. Impressive win last week against a, a Lakeside team that we've got in our top 10. Uh, number two, got Greenwood. They just keep rolling. Chris Young, uh, <laughs> he doesn't know how to lose. No, he doesn't. As a head coach, he's 15 and 0. Uh, number three, I've got Jonesboro. Looked really strong last week against a 7A Catholic team. Uh, number four, I've got Little Rock Parkview. They'll kick off this week against Southwest. I moved Benton down to number five from three. Um, they'll bounce back. They've just got too much talent on that team not to. Number six, I've got El Dorado. Um, we'll find out a little bit about them this week as they take on a, a good Camden Fairview team. So we'll find out a little bit more about uh, Fairview, but find out what El Dorado's got as well. Number seven, I've got Sylvan, uh, just for the simple fact that I do think we saw some improvement from the scrimmage uh, against Greenbrier. And they still put it on the ground four times yeah, and that, had a close game. That's right. And so I think I think through these first uh, non-conference games, you'll, you'll look for them to continue to improve and come playoff time – or, sorry, conference time, they'll be ready to roll. Number eight, Pine Bluff, um, their youth is starting to mature and it's going to be scary. They're very talented. They are. They are. Number nine, Cersei. Um, and then number 10, West Memphis. All right. We're close. We really just kind of got them in different order. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Tell us seven. All right. Seven A. I've got the Bentonville Tigers still at number one. <sighs> you dirty dog. <laughs> they, you know, they jumped out to a huge lead uh, against the Missouri bunch, and uh, it kind of felt like listening to Coach Grant. It kind of felt like a little bit like their Cabot game last year in the playoffs, to where they jumped out to a big lead, and then they just couldn't hold off Cabot in the end. They yeah. were they were able to pull this one out, but they got a little bit nervous and uh, put together a good a ground and pound drive against them in the last few minutes of the game we'll be able to tell more this week yeah well they got conway yeah yeah number two i got bryant another dominant salt bowl victory yeah. they, hum. they mean, don't play anybody this week do they uh i don't i didn't, I didn't see them and and they're getting to them we talked to coach james they do, they do play they play marion this week oh, okay yeah. okay yeah number three fayetteville and offense was impressive last week uh, over 600 yards against conway Weapons, weapons, and more weapons on that on that Fayetteville bunch. Defensively, they're going to have to make some improvements as they did give up 560 yards to Conway. But uh, if, they got some dudes on there. Yeah, but if you outscore people, you won't ever lose. That's right. <laughs> Number four, I've got Cabot. He looked really good against Cersei last week. Number five, I've got North Little Rock as Coach Sandiford kicks off his head coaching debut this week against Harbor. Number six, I've got Conway. I bumped them down to – Six from number four, and I've got, you know, defense, question mark. So right. they got to get it figured out on that side of the football if they're wanting to compete at this level. Especially in that conference. Number seven, Bentonville West. Uh, they led a really good Mansell, Texas team 21-7, to but ended up losing 28-21. to uh, they got to do a better job establishing some sort of a running game. Yep. Number eight, Fort Smith Northside took down their crosstown rival, Southside, and had two running backs go over 100 yards. Number nine, Springdale Harbor. And then number 10, Little Rock Catholic. You got Catholic there still? Yeah. I did too. So, I, I got Brian at number one. Uh, I think Matt's bumped his head, but we're going to try to get him some treatment this week. How are uh, we How are we going to determine one and two? I don't know. I think – honestly, I was going to say this. I think after this week, we'll know a lot more yeah, I think and be right. able to come together a little better, and you'll come to realization of some things. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I got Benville. I was hoping you weren't going to say you put me in a headlock. <laughs> right. I was going to say, we'll arm wrestle for that one, but I was like, no, I'm out on that deal. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen Matt, but I'm I'm out on that deal. Uh, number three, Cabot. Uh, number four, North Little Rock. That's still unproven, but I just want to pull for sure. him because I like Coach Sam. Oh, he's a great dude. Number five, Fayetteville. That one right there, man, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, you know what What I think is going to be the big game this year in, in, in 7A? Is Bentonville Fayetteville? Yeah, you're right. I really think that's going to be the biggest matchup. Yeah. Uh, number six Conway. Number seven Bentonville West. Number eight Harbor. Number nine Northside. I I thought I I think I don't think this is right. I think I moved Northside ahead of Harbor. I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. I've got them at eight and nine, so that matches yours, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I. And then ten, I've got Catholic still there. Okay. All right, so that'll wrap us up for our week one preview. Uh, a bunch of good ball games coming up this week, uh, just like there were last week. And, uh, man, we love high school football. So get we out do. get out, and support these kids. I know COVID has ramped back up, and uh, we need to take all the precautions we can. But, man, high school football Friday nights are special, and get out and support these athletes. 100%. All right, so for your second loss, let's hear your picks. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go into our pick them for week one. All right. We're going to start off with Madison Ridgeland Academy, which is out of Mississippi. Yep. And uh, 
I think they're state state champs. Two time two time defending state six A Mississippi state champs. And let me tell you something about this bunch. I watch them. Of course, they come up every year for shootout of the South, right. the Big Seven on Seven, and I believe they won it this year. Uh, it was either them or Keller, Texas, one of the two. Uh, but uh, very impressive, very well coached. Yeah, uh, you can just tell they they have a system in place over there as well. Yeah, uh, this will be a good ball game. Uh, they don't have Joseph Hyman. They do not have Joseph Joseph Hyman, and they are playing at PA. Right. So I've got PA in this one by three. I do too, and I, I did some research like you did on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they lost to the defending uh, Tennessee's like defending champion in six A or something like that. And then the week before, they lost to the 3A in Mississippi champion. Oh, wow. Like 58-32. Pretty Ooh. bad. So, I'm thinking they might not be their normal. Sure. But, like you said, they won 7-7. Seven seven, but there's a lot more to it than that. Oh, yeah. But, so, I'm going PA also with three. Okay. Uh, Valonia is going to Green County Tech. I got Valonia by 17. I got him by 14. I like it. Conway at Bentonville. Conway taking on another uh, great opponent second week in a row on the road. I've got Bentonville by 17. I do too, 17. Carlisle's going to Bigelow to take on the Panthers. I've got Bigelow by 21. I've got them by 18. Sylvan Hills going on the road to Little Rock Central. I've got Sylvan Hills by 7. i got them by 10. Dardanelle at Charleston. I've got Charleston by 7. i got Charleston by 17. Nice. Gurdon at Prescott. Boy, this will be a fun one. Uh, I do have Prescott big in this one. I've got him by 24. I got him by 29. All right. And that doesn't mean Gurdon's not good. No, not at all. It just <laughs> means Prescott's that good. That good. <laughs> and Cross it at Magnolia. This will be another good contest. I've got Magnolia by 10. <laughs> I got Cross it by 7. I love it. <laughs> so Jonesboro going to Cabot. Ah, this was a tough one for me. I think both of, both of them are very good football teams. Jonesboro's playing up a classification on the road, but I'm going with the road team in this one. I've got Jonesboro by three. I've I've got Cabot by three. Uh, let me say the one before. I want you to know I'm pulling for Magnolia. They're kind of my, my team away from home that I pull for. Right. Uh, just because I just like what they're doing there. Yeah. Uh, and i got some friends down there. But uh, – I I just want to make that known. I'm pulling for Magnolia. <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. And, but Cabot, I, I, you know, we're different there. Yeah. I think that could go either way. I just think Cabot's playing at such a high level at a, at a, in 7A. And, and you know, and I, I think I said earlier, I've still got some question marks about I know they're a good football team, but uh, I just I, – I don't know. I'm just not sold yet. Yeah. Hope going to Nashville. I've got Nashville by 10. I, I've got Hope by one. Now, this is a game that Nashville never – Ever, wow. ever, ever loses. Right. Nashville is down. Okay. It's just it's just timing. Yeah. You know the class that they have. Uh, so I cycle. think they've got some some. Yeah, it's a cycle deal. Mm-hmm. They've got some some good younger classes coming up. Uh, but hopes a little better than they normally. Yeah. So okay. All right. Ozark going to Boonville. I've got Boonville by one. I got them by eighteen. Oh, big win. Yes, sir. Um. Let's see here. I got El Dorado at Camden Fairview. I've got Fairview in this one <laughs> by three. I picked the L Dog by four. Did you? But I, you know I'm high on Camden Fairview right now. I got Alma going to Van Buren. This is a bit of a rivalry. I think it's a battle for the bone or something nah, like that. No telling. They're crazy over there. <laughs> two, Western dog, two dog mascots. Yeah. I've got uh I've got Van Buren by ten. I got him by nine. Warren going to Whitehall. I've got Warren in this one. See? What's your what's your score? I got them by three. Okay, I got Whitehall by three. 
It's a toss-up. It man. is. You know, they're playing up. Warren's playing up. Yep. And Whitehall had a great week last night. They night. did. And Whitehall's good. Yeah. Um, I just Tough conference. Man, we're in. I just think that I just think that offense. Yeah. You know, and here's I think here's the difference in that ball game. If Whitehall's able to ground and pound and keep the ball away from Warren, mm-hmm. they'll win the ball game. All right. The next one I got Melbourne going to Quitman. Boy, this was a tough one for me. I picked against Melbourne last week, and I was bad wrong, and I'm picking against them this week. I'm going Quitman by one. I, I'm actually going Quitman by 12. Really? And I'm a believer in Melbourne. They're in my top ten, but I think Quitman's the real deal. I like it. Greenbrier going to Batesville. Um, let me say this. Greenbrier has not beaten Batesville in Coach Tribble's tenure at Greenbrier in 14 years. I believe we played them six or seven times, and we've yet to beat them. They knocked us out of the playoffs three years in a row. Greenbrier gets it done this week. Going with Greenbrier by 10. I'm actually picking Greenbrier by 17. I think Batesville might be a little down. Yeah, I did hear that they had seven kids not play in the scrimmage against Valonia. Did they? Yeah. Atkins going to Dover. Big rivalry here. The Red Devils and the Pirates go back many, many years. I'm going with the Red Devils by 17 in this one. I'm going by 18. Okay. Just because of Brian Touchdown Sims. Did he guilt you into it? No, but I told him we were we were together Saturday night at the uh, at the ball game, the yeah. Travelers game. I told him I said I want you to know, I'm we're putting Atkins on the list this week, and I'm pulling for because he claims I always pick against them. <laughs> All right, so Maumel going to Joe T. Robinson, is that at Joe T. or at Maumel? I had I looked it up in two different places and it had two different things. I've got it at Maumel. Okay. Well, either way, they're playing each other somewhere. I've got Robinson by three. I got him by ten. Prairie Grove at Farmington, man, what a ball game this one would be. So this they used to be in the same conference, and this that is right? a, this is a big rivalry. Is it? Yeah, I'm going with Farmington in this one by six. I picked Farmington by six. Nice. Arkadelphia going to Hot Springs, which is the second week in a row they'll be playing up a classification, yep. uh, and we'll play another week up the following week. Yeah, because they come to us. Yeah. So I got Arkadelphia bouncing back. I've got Arkadelphia by eight. I, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually. That, that's what I'm hoping happens. But after watching what Hot Springs did last week, yeah. they, I think they're good. They are good. They, they've got a good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, their coach came from Bryant. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I, I'm actually picking Hot Springs by seven uh, just because they're a class higher and they're playing good football. Sure. Harrison goes to uh, crosstown rival Mountain Home. And Mountain Home is a much-improved football team this year. Um, I think Coach Ryan Mallett, the offensive coordinator, will, will dial up some gems. Yeah. But I think that Harrison defense is too good. too good. I got Harrison by thirteen. I got. I actually picked Harrison by three because I do think it's going to be a good game. They are going to Bomber Country. They are, and uh, you know they got they got a, that coaching staff over there. They're good. It's good. And I, and I tell you, Mountain Home's been the stepchild up there for mm-hmm. a long time, and and they don't last like year. It. And last year they said, "No, sir, yeah. we're we're going to play some ball." Sure. Morton goes to BB. Uh, a little bit of a shocker okay. here. Okay, let's, let's hear stats. A little bit of a reach, but I'm going with the the Badgers, man. I, I was impressed by the performance they put out last week. They're gritty. They're tough. They play with a chip on their shoulder. I think Morton's down this year, and I think Morton misses the playoffs this year for the first time in a long, long time. But uh, I think BB gets them this week. Yeah, I, you know, I'm 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 pulled for BB just because they're you know our relationship to him. Uh, I do think Moulton probably edge him out. I've got Moulton by seven, but uh, we'd be glad to see BB win that game. West Memphis goes to win, and this is another game that uh, to me is a coin flip. I think uh, I'm going to go with West Memphis in this one by three. Yeah, I picked him by seven. You know, just a bigger class. Yeah. 
Star City at Stuttgart going to Ricebird Country. I've got Stuttgart by 20 in this one. I've got Stuttgart by 12. Okay. And then our last game for the Pickums in week one, we've got Cersei going to Little Rock Christian. I've got Little Rock Christian by 13. I picked them by 20. I just think they're that good. Yeah. I really do. They are. So looking back, let's see. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven differences between me and the old junkster in week one. Uh, you may now refer to me as Crystal Ball. <laughs> After one week? <laughs> Oh, man. Good stuff. It's so fun. It is. All right, guys. That'll wrap us up for our preview for week one in high school football, as well as uh, the Razorbacks, the UCA Bears, and the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Yep. And so – Yesterday we had our two our, our Tuesday uh, recap. Today yep. we got our Wednesday preview. Preview, love it. I do too, man. I'm excited. Awesome. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We'll check you next week. You've been listening to Between the Mats. Your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.